Welcome everybody to the Reject Rundown Podcast. You're chilling with me, Tony the Kid. I'm with old man RJ. And you're cruising with the Rejects today, everybody. Now, we got some topics on hand, as always, to discuss while we're driving and cruising along on the road today. We got some good things to good things to kind of dive into. So, old man RJ, I'm gonna let you take it away because I am the driver in this scene here in this area. And you are my passenger at the moment, so please read off the topics you want to, I guess, talk about. All right, let's do this. All right, Rejects. So, our first topic that we're about to talk about is called Daredevil. The series to return on Disney Plus with Charlie Charlie Cox set to return as Daredevil himself. What do you think about that, Tony Kidd? I mean, I enjoy it. I think it's about time. I mean, let's be honest. When we saw, you know, Charlie Cox return in Spider-Man No Way Home and portraying, you know, uh, Matt Murdock in the sense, not Daredevil yet, but Matt Murdock, everyone was on hype mode. You know what I mean? Especially the simple fact that the Netflix series was a success. Let's be honest. It was a success. So everyone was excited in the sense that we get to see him on there because now it just begins the timeline uh, of when it was bound for him to come back. And thus, you know, him being the first, you know, I guess you would say Marvel character to put put on on the scene with all of that uh, on Netflix, same thing is going to happen here at Disney+. Plus. He's the first character to put on, on Disney+. Plus. Now, thus going further with the other characters, which I'm waiting to see at that too as well. And the best part about this is now since he's in Marvel itself, right? you can add characters that are from the Marvel movies to come down and show up on his show. Like He's teamed up with Spider-Man recently on right. No Way Home. So imagine if uh, Tom Holland shows up on his show. Yeah, true. Needing help or something, and they team up on an episode. I mean, it's in New York, so they have to like cross paths with each other one way yeah. or another. You know what I mean? Same thing with Hawkeye. I mean... Yep. The possibilities are open for this new series. Right. Because of just that new factor that Marvel's in charge. Exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, he's also going to make an appearance on Echo. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think you know, he might. You know, um, I think that was that was a rumor going around where Echo series is being filmed at the, at the current moment right now. But if I'm not mistaken, he will make an appearance on there too as well. Kind of the same scenario he did in No Way Home. But that's something to look forward to because it just... It just begins the process for him to move forward and just cross paths with other characters. And the, in the same essence of the other characters the, from the Defenders coming on board and joining in too as well. Because I would love to see everybody from there come back and go full force on it. I, I really would. I think it will be a great scenario and good time. Fun time, to be honest. Yeah. So, so speaking about shows, check uh-huh. this out. CW canceled several shows. We already know about this, but we yeah. didn't talk about it yet. Yeah. DC shows have been canceled because of CW. Right. So what does this mean for the future of current show that is not released at Gotham Knights? I mean, it sucks. I'll be honest. I mean, Gotham Knights at this point right now, looking at the trailer... It doesn't uh, look appetizing at all. Huh? To me, it doesn't look appetizing at all. It, it no. Look, no, oh. it does not. It does not look good at all whatsoever. And at that, at that too as well, the plot of this of the series, it just doesn't make any sense. Why would okay? Yes, they're so called being framed for the murder of Batman, but why would they want to come out and somewhat be good, you know, and try to figure out the murder for that and clear their so called name? Like as if they have a good name in the first place. Like it just doesn't make any sense at all whatsoever. I feel like they're so they're. They're trying to cash in on on the teen 
you know, scenario where maybe the teens who are combative against the parents probably to fall in love with the show and make this successful hit. But I don't see it. I do not see it at all whatsoever. No, I mean, they tried hard with the recent shows that they had. This is this seems more typical CW drama type of thing. And it always seems to backfire on them. Oh, yeah. Big time. So I feel like this isn't going to... They'll probably work into getting one or two seasons before they cancel out. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have to say so. I mean, it just—it's not already. It's off to a bad start with the trailer. It's off to the bad start with the plot that they're trying to present. And at this point right now, I don't—I really do not see a success story in this. And if they do, I'd be very shocked. Normally, with shows like this, I always have a good feeling that okay, this show's gonna come out and it's gonna be great. Like what they did with Arrow, what they did with The Flash. Legends of Tomorrow was questionable, even though it lasted pretty well. They did a good job, in a sense, with the whole Arrowverse connection. I think that's what made them last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, with Stargirl, I had a, you know, it, it seemed good that Stargirl came out, but I feel like it was bad timing for her. I feel like she would really, she really would be successful if I, if I'm not mistaken, she would come out now. If she would have came out now and just jump start everything. Then it'll be fine. But you had to have another name to connect them. So, like, with the Legend to Tomorrow or something like that, like, crossing over and then saying, okay, we saw her in this scene. Now, oh, great, we're going to get a series out of her. You know, yeah. bet. And, but what what sucks about it is that you kind of already canceled out Black Lightning, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, they did. So, that's kind of already, you already fell bad terms with CW. With, with fans, I mean, with fans themselves, by canceling out Black Lightning. That was We're a really good show. That show. Yes, that show it was a really good show. It was gaining traction. Like, if you would have had that show and The Flash currently running now, those would be your top two shows mm-hmm. right Especially now. Especially that Superman Lois one. Exactly. Which is actually really, really good to watch. It's really good. I haven't seen the second. I haven't started off with the second series yeah. yet, though. I, no, I would say go for it. Right. Second season starts off like it starts off. Impacting pretty hard Like uh-huh. the first season did Yeah But the villain you believe Is going to be the villain Of season 2 Turns out to be Someone else And Okay that, And the Original villainage That was the villain Turns out to actually Not be A big deal at all Okay Gotcha Kind of like how they did In season 1 True True Very true Yeah So I'm, I'm okay I'm, I'm intrigued to see to See what's going to happen there But you know Got the Knights Not off to a good start Just saying Not off to a good start Alright now Here's a big rumor for you Uh huh uh, the Marvel uh, team, you know, Marvel team, Kevin Foggy and all them. Yeah. They are looking into uh, replacing the original Fantastic Four director with someone like a big name director. Uh-huh. Now, is there a chance that we could get John Krasinski, I think it is? Is there a chance that they might get him to be the director of Fantastic Four and star as Mr. Fantastic? I would have to say... I don't know if you can get him to direct the movie, okay? Now, before, I would love to see that happen, but you know what? I mean, yes, I would love to see that, but I think it would be best for business that he's a co, either co-director or a producer, a, a, like executive producer in this film. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Have yeah. that role out there. Have another director in there, but have him be the executive producer, but also be on the writing team to help out because I feel like he's going to have good ideas. His comedy level is up to par to Marvel standards, I think. Um, and let's be honest. I mean, this is no more spoilers here at this point right now with Doctor Strange 2, okay? Yeah. It's already past time frame. 
But John Cusack does come out as Mr. Fantastic. Krasinski. Uh, Krasinski. And knowing the timeline of the multiverse, either you could be mo- oh, a t- same actor portraying the same character in different universes, or you would have a different actor portraying the same character in different universes. But knowing knowing this and knowing what what came out with John coming out as, as Mr. Fantastic, there's no way that Marvel's not going to capitalize this mm-hmm. and give him a, a redemption story than what happened in uh, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. It's, it's going to come out even cooler. He doesn't look. He's not going to look as old, I don't think. And I believe you're going to have a couple of good years, a good trilogy with the Fantastic Four with him helming as Mr. Fantastic. Because it could take place in a different uh, timeline. In a different uh, universe. And remember, change. that universe is 616. Yeah. Where they're at with Marvel. Oh, right now, right? The yes. current universe. So the current universe still is... still haven't had Fantastic Four happen in that exactly. universe. Exactly. So that means John K. could actually be the younger version of himself. As exactly. As a Mr. Fantastic. And the other thing was... let's Now, let's real quick chime in on this, too, with the multiverse. He did say that he has his wife and couple of kids... Mm-hmm. So we all know that one of his sons is by far, if I'm not mistaken, the strongest mutant that had ever lived. Yes. Right? Like he carried in the comic books, his son was probably the strongest, if not the second strongest mutant tech. Like step foot in there. Like he was becoming that type of character. So that's intriguing to see with the multiverse. But with John with John K coming out, I think this would be great for Marvel to kind of push forward with him. So like I said. Director, you know, maybe co-director. Don't give him full reins of it at this point right now. I think what with Marvel, when they require some some things, I think it's a lot of work. But I think for John K, let's be smart. Let's be smart, man. You know, let's have somebody back you up on the side that you can trust and go in there and be on part of the writing team, but also be part of the you know producing team, and then go out you know go out full force with the movie and just freaking shine out as Mr. Fantastic. And my question would be, why not Sam Remy? That would, I mean, that would be true because I mean they worked together in this past movie, so mm-hmm. why not? But I mean, and he did a great job. He did a great playing, job, uh, Mr. Fantastic in the movie. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, it could be. It could be. We'll have to see. Well, we'll have to see. I think. I think my perspective is, I would bring back the actor who did the first movie. I mean, not the actor. The, the, director? the director who did the first the Fantastic Four. I wonder if he did the second one because I know people aren't big fans of the, the second one. The second one, no. I think with the second one... I mean, let's put it this way. The second one, the bad part what you did with that movie was made Human Torch absorb everyone's powers. Yeah. That was the bad part of the movie. Otherwise, if you didn't have that, then you had something cool because you had Silver Surfer going around the whole planet and trying to figure out what the hell was he doing... So the story, if you really, really, if we dive deep into that, it wasn't too bad. You just had to take that one aspect of the movie that ruined a big dynamic of the movie, take it out, and it would have been cool. You had the freaking glider that came out of that, which was looking dope as hell. You had what's it called the connection between Silver Surfer and and the crew members of why he became a good guy had that dynamic in it. You know what I mean? So you really didn't have it. It wasn't really bad. It just, if it didn't have that aspect of the movie, it would have been fine. The graphics was good. Silver Surfer looked, what what other 
way they could have done it to make him look cooler. What yeah, other way? True. They couldn't. And they had a really good actor for the role. Thank you. The, the, the voice actor for yeah. the role was fan- even like, come on, we he's, would want uh, him to be one now. He's from The Matrix. Yes. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, I think his name is. You still would want him to do it now if yep. Marvel would have the helmet. I would love for him to do it now. Right. So it's like it wasn't too bad. So give maybe give that director some type of guidance and say, listen. If it was the studio that told you to do this, this, and this, don't worry about it. We let this. We're gonna help it to you, but just make, please. This is our storyboard, and this is what Kevin Feige, like, this is why he connects with the directors. This is our storyboard. This is where we want to lead things to and connect things into it. Where you're the director, we're gonna let you do whatever your ideas are in the film. But this is where we want it to lead to to help us out with your ideas. And if you have something else to kind of go off and spin off to something else that we have in our book that we haven't used yet, come with it at the table. We'll all talk about it like they normally do, and we'll put it out there. Yep. So why not? You know? How how cool would that be? So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, recently, Netflix, I think it is, right? Uh-huh. Netflix gives us a nice little teaser uh, Wednesday, the new Tim Burton uh, series. I think it's going to be a TV series that kinda, that's coming out with. Yeah. Uh, I forgot her name, but she's going to be starring as Wednesday herself. Mm-hmm. And then Christina Ricci, the original Wednesday from the movies, is going to be in it as somebody else. Yeah. So, did you see that teaser? I saw that teaser. I mean, you just saw Wednesday, you know, coming out and holding, you know, fixing her, you know, collar and stuff like that. But she looks like the classic movies Wednesday. So, I think... That's a good repertoire. Now, I know the actress. I have seen her work before in a Netflix series called You. Now, it's a very, it's it's a uh, fan favorite series. Uh, If you guys haven't seen it, go out there and see it. Because You, uh, she comes out in season uh, two in that series. She plays this grumpy little kid that's pretty smart, that knows about films. And she's very witty. Uh, and then in that series too as well, she connects with the main actor, but she holds her own, you know, with the acting and the depth that she carries with it. And I feel like this is this would actually bring shine her out a lot. And I, she's perfect for this role at this point right now. I would have to say she's perfect for the role. She looks good. She looks to the to the T of the character. And knowing her acting, I think she's gonna bring it pretty good, especially working with Tim fucking Burton put it that way that's right and even Danny Elfman yes I think it is he's gonna be scoring the movie yeah and then that, that the, who's that? and the mom and dad is uh what's it called uh Catherine Zeta-Jones playing the mom and I forget the dad's name but he's a Philip, he's, he's a, a he's, I think it's Felipe something if I'm not mistaken he's always played in uh if you guys seen uh what's it called oh my god what's that movie Waiting no Anger Management Oh, you play, yeah, you oh yeah, and that. Waiting too as well. If, you have, if you're a guy and you like those old school classic comedy, you know, guy flicks, he's in it. Uh, what's it called? If you've seen Anger Management and the guy with the half beard and stuff like that, he's always in movies. He's in there. He was in Narcos, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so you got to, you know, he's a well-known actor, been around the business. Carlitos Way, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he played in that one too as well. So he's been around the block when it comes to movies. He's been in a lot, a lot of good work. And I think with this type of character, he won't do a lot of act, like jumping around like the first original actor did. But I believe he's going to bring the work, the comedy witty to it. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with the series. It's a good teaser, to be honest. So I can't wait. 
Yeah, I actually like the teaser. I like the way she looked as Wednesday. Um, the one thing I'm really concerned of, I mean, the guy is a good actor, don't get me wrong. Oh. But I just don't see him as Gomez. Gomez is supposed to be this smooth guy and, like, really good-looking dude. Not good-looking dude. Uh, nothing against that, but smooth talker, you know, and he's supposed to be the guy that hooked up with Catherine Zeta-Jones. So, I'm, I'm probably it's because I'm more used to Raul Julia, the original, the one from the movies, you know? Yeah, true. So, I'm probably just used to that, and that's why I'm like, um, I don't know if I want to accept this guy right away, and probably that's my problem. So, I would have to just wait until it comes out, but from what I've seen, it seems like it's going to be really good because of the fact that, one, Tim Burton is behind it. That's another thing, too. I think where you got to hold your faith, too, and especially our faith into watching these type of films is Tim Burton. Tim Burton has a good visionary when it comes to movies. And I think with him holding Adam's family in his depth and all this, he I feel like we're, he's it's a good hands. It's a good hands, mm-hmm. especially with the comedy level to it. All so right. yeah. So now, <clears throat> next thing talking about Tim Burton, I know because we're going from him to another part of him. There's rumors that after uh, that Johnny Depp his next movie, after this divorcing that happened with Amber Heard, is the rumor is that he's gonna be in Beetlejuice. What do you think about that? Um, sure. I mean, uh, that's good connection with. He's always worked with Tim Burton. I mean, he's done well with Tim Burton. I mean, you got uh, what's it called? What they do, uh, brides, something or whatever. Uh, Corpses Bride. Corpses Bride. He did he that did, film uh, with them. He did. Did he do uh, Edward Scissorhand? I think that was him. Yeah. With okay. Tim Burton. With Tim he Burton. He did uh, Addison Wonderland with Tim Burton. Addison Wonderland with Tim Burton. He did uh, Chocolate Factory with <clears throat> Tim Burton. Chocolate Factory with Tim Burton. You know, so their their whole their connection with each other obviously is a good connection. You know, I think that's also something to play into this. Because with him and Johnny Depp, with Burton and Depp, they got a good, they got a good connection on what they want out of the film. And I think also too with Depp, you know, Burton challenges him. You know what I mean? And I feel like with Burton, it's like, oh, it's like as if you know, it's something that he's excited to do with the work, and it's something that you know I don't see it not, not being successful. Let's put it that way. Especially because, well, you're going to have Michael Keaton coming back if this is true. And uh, also Winona Ryder. Okay. So you have a pretty good cast coming in. I just want to see what, you know, this rumor is true and all this is happening. What role can you give Johnny Depp in this movie? Well, if you give, if Johnny Depp's going to be in it, and if he's not really going to be Beetlejuice because you have Michael Keaton reprising his role, then that means Depp has to be an antagonist. Yeah, he would have to be. I think yeah, that would be perfect for to go against Michael freaking Keating. You know? the, right, exactly. And then the actress, well, I can't remember her name. Nona Ryder? Nona Ryder. She's coming back, so that means she knows that she has some type of other power to go after to get and help out with her. Besides the couple. Now, we don't know if the couple's going to return in this or film. Or they going to bring in a brand new couple. Or they're going to bring in a brand new couple. But also, the key is, if that's the if that's the point, then that means she's going to have to go after Michael Keaton. She's going to say, you know, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. 
and then he comes out and goes against whatever character that Johnny Depp is, and now it's a clash of all you know paranormal stuff. That would be cool. You know I what mean, I mean? I actually would like Who's that. Who's gonna one up in the comedy level of it? Things. Yeah, that's actually. I like the sound of that. I think that would be the best way to take it too. Right? Is have Johnny Depp as like a new evil entity that's out there. Or even then, may not, maybe yes, maybe they're out there and they're doing stuff. But she now goes more in depth in their world. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because now that they have a little bit more CGI, a little bit more work with the makeup and all that kind of stuff, and the fact that Tim Burton's had you know type of that repertoire in the in the weird world like Alice in Wonderland, I think that's something he's going to use key of, and then end up bringing their world and then into the picture because we got a taste of it. You know what I mean? And that was even funny as hell with the whole Indian one-head guy, small-head guy, whatever. And then the other one sprinkling a little bit on Beetlejuice's head to make his head oh, yeah. small whatnot. So you got a little taste of it there, and it was comedy level was genius. So with this, I think he's going to have a lot more fun. And I think that's something that's going to be a big key to things. All right. Big rumor. You might like this. Rumors are going around that WB, the reason why they will not replace Ezra Miller. Uh-huh. Is because, of course, they have finished an entire film with them and they don't want to go back to production. But the rumor also is that if they do replace Ezra Miller, they're going to replace him with the guy from uh, Running Maze or Running Something, uh, Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Maze Runner? I forgot the name of it. But he's, like, very popular in yes, those movies. Yes, I know you're talking about. Um, well, you know... I guess you would say in the DC world of things, I understand why that DC does not want to automatically replace Ezra Miller, especially at the fact that, you know, they finished The Flash already. So I get it. I understand it. They finished it. It's not like as if it's, you know, pre-production and they're trying to figure out things. This is post-production. Everything's already set in stone with this film and they're just waiting for it to air. Right? Yeah. So, at this point right now, you kind of understand why they're not making that decision to say, all right, we cut ties with this dude on in live action and stuff like that and move forward from there. You know what I mean? So, I understand it. I understand it. But the problem is is that his, he's not, it's not good. It's not good at all because that means you're just leaving the door for this guy to make more mistakes. And I think they're just trying to ease the mistakes that he did with a bunch of other little things. But, it, no. No. I'm sorry. I would not. I mean, at this point right now, he's unreliable. He's out of control. And you let him out one little minute, he's not all there. He's not... I don't... No. I don't see it. I, I, can't, I can't see why they keep him. Why would they keep him? Other than just... The end of this film, I would say just keep them for finishing this one up, and then uh, and uh, after you finish this one up and keep them from there, get them get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what would be a good idea is doing that credits where he gets kind of beamed out, right? Or suddenly, like he wakes up and next thing you know, is the new actor just as him. Yeah, that would be a cool way to do it. Could be, but I mean, it's also like you know, it's. It sucks because he's already bringing negative, a negative light to this, to this film. And, and that's because he's uncontrollable. You let him out for a good minute, 
He's going out there getting drunk and he's sitting there bringing the attention back to the crew. And at that too as well, it's like, why? Why mm-hmm. do that? You know what I mean? Why sit there and put yourself through all that, all that dilemma? But yeah. it's like, I mean, what DC, I mean, at this point, DC has no other option. They have no other choice to go with right now. And you can't sit there and rewrite the whole movie just because of his mistakes already. He's already, d- and it's, like I said, it's already past that moment where the film's done. The film's done. It's already set in stone. Maybe you do do a quick little scene, kill him off, or whatever case may be. But it's like, I don't It's hard. It's, it's hard to replace them now. Thank you. For just this movie. Right. They're so in a hard place right now with this. They're stuck in a hard place. So probably the next film, they'll be able to do something like, probably just, hey, we recasted them kind of like a James Bond thing, you know, or like Batman with uh, how they replaced Michael Keaton with right. freaking Val Kilmer and nobody really, you know. We did care because it's Michael freaking Keenan, but right. Comer did a good job. Right, exactly. All right, so last few topics, if you're cool with that. Married with Children to have an animated series with the original cast. Ah. Ah. I mean, if they make this similar to how they did the Archer series on FX. Oh, that'd be funny. I feel like with those writers and with this crew, it's going to make, it's going to be funny. You know? Yeah. I, I agree. I think because if you get the same writers that even if you get the writers for Archer to do Married with Children mm-hmm. and give it more of an act, like put it on Hulu or wherever it's going, like something more where adults could watch it instead of just kids. Yeah. I would understand it better. And you could actually even go further down with the comedy than what you could do when you had it on Fox. That is true. Yeah. I think that's what I mean. Especially with Archer, the, the, the comedy level to the things would be very. Um, the boundary is not there because Archer series, let's be honest, was a very provocative type of uh, cartoon set and set in stone. And with being on FX, it's the perfect place to push that boundary because it's like with with Married with Children, it already pushed that boundary of comedy when it first aired on live TV. With with Al, you know, kind of downgrading his wife Peggy, mm-hmm. and 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 then the whole. You know, what was the other two, the uh, the other couple that came on board? Um, well, you had the Darcy's. Before yeah. the Darcy's, you had the... Oh, no, you had the Darcy's, and then they became the Jeffersons, because yeah. Marcy Darcy um, married Steve Jefferson or something like so that. So it's like, you know, that whole that whole couple right there would be something that they'll probably expand on and make it, you know, involve them in doing some crazy sexual stuff, whatever, probably mm-hmm. and getting caught up with that. Um, you also got to look at, too, with Bud... And uh, what's it called? What's Kelly. the daughter's And Kelly. Kelly? Yeah, that's the daughter's name, oh, Kelly. Really? Kelly? Wow, uh-huh. totally got that right. Uh, I forgot her name for a good while there. I know her bud, but Kelly was not a factor to me. And, you know, it was weird. But at this point right now with her and him, it's like, okay, now you can push the boundary with the teenage stuff, whatever. If they, yeah. Depending on the time I did their ending or adding to it it's that's where yeah, like is it even a sequel or is it just a full-on reboot but animated version it, exactly so we don't that whole detail isn't there but whatever route they take i think it would be I, I just hope that it has to have that type of dynamic with it you know don't give me this weird goofy uh set in set type of cartoon type of thing give me that type of cartoon give archer, me that archer live or like Human nation type, where right. it's more human animated instead of like goofy, dorky looking thing. There you go, exactly, exactly. I get you. Because they did really well. I think they did well with that whole 
Pamela Anderson cartoon series they did with her uh, uh, way back in the day. I forgot what it was called. Boo, yeah. um, Barbarella? Something like that, right. Exactly. All right. So I think that that would be a good key thing to it. Speaking about marriages, oh yeah, me, I agree with you. That, you know, everything you just said was pretty much my opinion too. Mm-hmm. I would have also liked the sequel, like live anime, like a live action sequel would have been called Married with Grandchildren. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm cool with this too like what that would be good Mary with grandchildren that would be i mean that see yeah. here's the thing Mary with grandchildren would be a good uh what's it called a good live action series if they yeah. kind of continue on with it yes that'll be a good one for sure all right now speaking about marriages here's something crazy that happened in disney up in france okay mm-hmm. a man goes to propose to his girl in disney right in france and a disney employee Pushes him off. Yeah. It says, no, 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 come down here, come down here, come down here. Can't do it there. He messes up a beautiful proposal and now. Uh, it went viral. Yeah. It is going, it's on viral at this time right now. It happened, I think, this past Wednesday or this past week itself. And it's hit mainstream. And at that, Disney itself totally even went out there and said, listen, we don't condone that type of action. Yes, the employee was probably, he took his job too seriously. But at that moment, we live for those moments of happy endings and or happy, you know, happy beginnings and stuff like that. We we encourage that. We advertise it's for that to be stuff. The most magical place on earth. There you go. And how are you gonna have a most magical place on earth become a most a magical, a most tragedy yeah. type of scenario? Right. It's like it was supposed to be a magical proposal. And it's like no, no, I'm sorry, you can't do that. Get right. Down. So now, how does that make the guy feel and the girl feel, you know? And now, how are you going to read, like, being Disney itself, how are you going to go around and say, okay, let's, you know, is Disney going to say, let's make it up to you? Let's do something better. And how do you make it better? At this point right now, Disney would have to basically pay for their whole wedding. Put the wedding reception in Disney itself. At Disney itself. Pay for their honeymoon. At Disney, or whatever they want to go. Or that too. Yeah, there you go. And basically, have, I guess you would say tickets. Have them go to uh, the movies, you would say. One of the one of the new upcoming Disney films that they're going to have that's going to be a big hit. Big premiere. On the red carpet. You know, here's yeah. a couple. Da, da, da. Like, this is going to be an ongoing thing to kind of counteract that type Funny of scenario. Thing, you could turn this into a Disney princess, Disney prince thing also. How? A proposal that didn't happen uh, during a Disney movie type of thing. Okay. You turn it into a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And the proposal finally happens because Disney helped out. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just gonna be it's gonna be now a whole 360, and I, that's what I'm saying. They have to they have to do something like that. They have yeah. to this 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 point right now, Disney has to go above and beyond for this couple in order to get that redemption series back. Because of how bad it was, because right. it ruins Disney reputation though, in a way. Right, exactly. All right, so now in a big way. This is the last one for everybody. Sorry, we've been you know we've been going here for a few good minutes. <laughs> it's okay, but not bad. No, nope. uh, almost eight topics in thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It's actually nine topics. Kevin Foggy. 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 Right? Foggy. 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 I can't pronounce his name. Oh man. my lord! Here I am, the Kevin, name butcher, uh, and I'm over here trying to have you correct. Yeah. Kevin F, I'll just call him that, the guy from Marvel. <laughs> you know, originally, during Phase 2, he was actually thinking about quitting and going to DC Comics. You're bringing up something I did a post for, and I'm so happy that you did. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You know, now, listen. I, like, 
I don't know how much really that Kevin Feige has to do with the franchise. Okay, maybe we're giving him a lot of credit, but we have to give him some credit in the sense of how he assembled all of this. If he was involved in the business side of things of of, of getting these actors and getting you know getting all this work done together, and if his was his ideas in the sense of where he wanted to put these directions out for films and stuff like that, he's a smart guy. Okay, he's a smart guy. Now for him being involved in DC though, the problem that at this point I think me and you and I would still have is that WB interfering with what he wants to do. At that point, because WB had the wrong people in charge at that exactly. moment. Exactly. So at this point, yes, the idea would be fantastic, but if it was present. Yes. If it I was agree. present time, we would be sitting there going berserk at this point right now because it's going to be like, that's right, now we're going to get this whole, we got a guy who knows how to put things on the board and sit there and branch out other stuff from different entities and make it work. And the great thing about that, if he would definitely be in charge of all that stuff, this guy would literally have every character at his disposal and would not sit here and say, hey, can I, you mind if I, uh, I'll give you some money and work out a deal if I could borrow this name, or namesake or whatever. Like he did with Spider-Man and Sony. Like he did with... Uh, what's it called with the Hulk and Universal? Like he did with freaking uh, Daredevil and these other entities and stuff. Because at that point, I believe Daredevil was not fully owned with Marvel or what they did with that whole Netflix no, series. No, they're not. So it's like at this point right now, you know, with DC, he would have everybody at his disposal. There's no ifs, no ands, no buts. There's no asking anybody here. It's here we're gonna make this character in this movie. We're just gonna pay whoever did this. You know their you know their part and stuff. They make sure they get their money. But we're gonna make you millions. Just watch out. Yeah. So this would be great. And good thing that and I hate to say it this way, but good thing that Disney decided not to bump heads with them That's afterwards true. because yeah. now after Phase Two, and I guess the problem might have been Josh Whedon. Yeah, exactly. Because after Phase Two, Josh Whedon was gone. And at that too as well. It's like that whole Avengers Age of Ultron scenario, whatever happened with Josh Whedon, that whole time frame, it seemed like the dark times of what was going on with Marvel. Like they had something great moving forward, but something happened and it has, Josh Whedon is at the helm of all this. Yeah. So with all of that being said, it's like it really left a bad taste in everybody's mouth who's ever was connected. Because if I'm not mistaken, Robert Downey Jr. was even saying at that point, I think I'm done. I think I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this no more. No, Or I'm even almost, Chris Evans was yeah. like, oh, I think I don't know how I'm going to last. Or whatever. And uh, a lot of them, I, I believe even Black Scarlet Bear was, was looking, at, looking at somewhere else. So it's like the whole team felt like, all right, this was a dark time. I think we're going to probably make, you know, I don't know how long we're going to last here. Mark Buffalo definitely was like, uh, you know, on the fence and stuff. But it's like as soon as they got rid of Josh Whedon and they finally got the other act, the other directors, if I don't say the Russo the brothers. Russo brothers and the minute that they allowed Kevin Foggy to, is that the way? Kevin Feige. Feige? Feige. 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 Yes. Okay, Kevin Feige. Right. The minute they allowed him to like just take over and right. do what he has to do and get the directors the team that he wanted. Right. Everything changed because okay, you had part one. 
with Loki, right? Right. And the idea was to build it up for Thanos. But you realize part two didn't have much about Thanos at all? Right. It's like they just forgot about it. And yeah. it's like, oh, we're not going to, you know, mention it. Right, exactly. And I think that's what Kevin Feige wasn't happy about was, you know. Exactly. All these things are going on and y'all just pushing my my hype that I'm trying to build here. Exactly. Exactly. You see. Like, you're going off branch. Like, you're trying to create your own line because you think that you want something else or whatever case it be. But it's like, bro, that's not no. what we want. We wanted to connect. How are you going to make this film connect to freaking Ultron? Or, I mean, it, and it's, well, here's my thing. How are you going to make Ultron connect to Thanos at this time right now? Yeah. How? And Besides even, making Vision, which has the Mind Stone. Besides that. If you look that. at it. Part two, uh, Avengers two. All you like the whole team was still the same team. All you did was just introduce um, Vision, Vision, introduce Scarlet Witch, yeah. and introduce uh, this Quicksilver just for a single little quick moment, and that's it. Exactly. But the movie's building up to it. There was none of those guys around. If they would have, like now, you know, when you have new movies, you feature all these new characters around, and it builds up to the next movie. Right. And it all, all these characters combine to each other to be part of the Marvel, right? Uh, you know, final, right? So that's you know the Avengers movie. So that's how I guess Kevin was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to DC, and we were like, in my mind right now, thinking of, I was like, no, DC is gonna be worse than what Disney was because yeah, at least exactly. Disney listens to you, you know? Exactly. They saw their fairyland. They're like, okay, we'll let you do what you gotta do. Change everything for us. If he would have gone to DC and then he would have said, "Hey, we need Zack Snyder. We need to do this. We need to do that," then been like, "Ah, oh, you're fired." Yeah, exactly. Been like, "You're done. We're done. <laughs> you're done. You just came here. We heard you. We don't want to hear what you want to say. You gotta go. You, you gotta go. We you gotta just hired you, you just to just to show Marvel we could hire you and fire you. Exactly. They've been like, "No, you don't want to do that." <laughs> right. And then look at then look what happened with DC. They thought they were gonna get a gem. From Josh Whedon say, oh, we got the Marvel guy. We're going to start, you know, here he is. He's going to make Avengers. And great. Now that we're making Avengers, he's going to help us make Cyborg. Now that we have this, now we have Whedon, we're going to make freaking, uh, we're making the Wonder Woman movie. We're going to go with the Flash movie. We're going to go with, what's it called, Aquaman movie. We're going to do all the movies after we do Justice League. And he's going to help out, put this in line with us. And as soon as Justice League bombed because you invested it to Josh Whedon and you so-called trusted it to him, boom, guess we freaking flopped. You suck. It was sorry. It was bad. Horrible. To Whedon, you also trusted David Ayer with your Suicide Squad. Oh, God. A team that you introduced that nobody... I mean, okay, Suicide Squad was a cool idea, but only if you would have introduced it with a hero to take them on at first. Yeah. To build it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you would have done... Okay, if you would have done movies where the hero's taking these guys down during the filming... Right. It would have made sense. Like, oh, Croc got taken down by Batman in the last movie, but, you know, at the end of each film, it could have been instead of um, the end credits being building up to, uh, like, a Justice League movie... Yeah. End credits could have been, like, those villains that got taken down by Batman, Flash, and all that, those side villains... Right. Could have been getting met with one, Amanda Waller. Right. And Amanda Waller been like, you know, I have a, I need, you know, you're not being asked to do this. Mm -hmm. You're being told to do this. Right. This is a Suicide Squad uh, job for you, you know? Well, I mean, the way that Suicide Squad did the whole beginning of it, I think was okay. Let's put it this way. It was okay how they, 
Oh, Amanda Waller was telling the story of how they got this person and that person. Because you had Batman bringing in dead Deadshot, right? Yeah. That's first, okay, Deadshot. You had him bringing in Deadshot. But then you also had Batman bringing in Harley Quinn, right? So now you had Killer Croc, another Batman character. Uh, you had him coming in, so now you had to have him bring in Kim. Now, the other character would have been Boomerang, right? Yeah. And then Boomerang was brought in by who? By Flash. By Flash. But did you have... You know him in full costume or something yeah, like that, Flash right? Actually, took them down in full costume. Took costume, and then all the other two characters you would have had. You had what's it called? Who else in there? Uh, yeah, a bunch of other people. Deadshot. You had uh, Inferno, I think. Or yeah, Inferno. Inferno. Yeah, him. Now his story, you should have brought Superman, just because he's the only other one to kind of take the heat and knock him out and say here we go I'm gonna bring you in and stuff like that or whatever or like an explanation of how he got taken to jail there you go I mean yeah even Enchantress like a lot of these characters you get like a really quick flashback of you know not much of a big intro to them mm -hmm. and I think that's that was a big feel that I had is like you're introducing them right but you're introducing a team that kids don't know about much exactly and then the movie doesn't even have that impact that you would want because, of course, you do have the Joker in a film, mm -hmm. and you don't really do much for the Joker, you know? But so yet you advertise him like no other. And you think Kevin Foggy would have allowed that to happen? Hell to the no! No! That's no. Kevin Foggy, he would have looked at, you know... Just the same way he did in freaking uh, Doctor Strange, in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, he allowed them to say the name Illuminati, but he also allowed them to kind of make other people's mind on who's going to be in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the vision of of who, what characters they have in it. And even then, the Illuminati themselves wasn't the original characters. So that just tells us is that that particular set of characters has yet to create the original, or you would say the actual Crew of Illuminati. Six on six might have their own version. There of you Illuminati. go. Exactly. Because we're in different universes. Right. X Men probably might be in this universe as it is. Uh -huh. and we just haven't got to them yet. Or, or Illuminati can be also coming in from a different universe with everybody character in there because we have to have an Iron Man. You have to have a Namor, Black Bolt, freaking Doctor Strange. You have to have uh, Professor, X. Professor X, and who's the sixth member? Um, that's yeah. it, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Right. I forgot who the sixth one is. I think there was a sixth one, but I forgot who it was. I think it was Black Panther. No. 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 Oh, you might be right. Yeah, I think it might have been Black Panther was like number six, but they had to replace him because, of course, he passed away. No, Black Panther was not. It was always. It was. Uh, he eventually became one of them, but he wasn't the original. The original was definitely Namor. Namor, Black Bolt, Doctor Strange. Professor X, Iron Man, uh, what's it oh, called? Mr. Fantastic. And Mr. Fantastic, and and Professor X, like you said, right? So those would have been that's would have been the original line line right there. So it's like you, we still have yet to see that, so it has to come out. You mm, know what I mean? The original team. Yeah. So I'll be this intrigued. was actually the that universe's team. So now I imagine this one. Right. So that's why Kevin Feige. The good thing now is that he has that type of you know, thing to kind of hold on to with Marvel. And I think these Disney believes in Kevin Feige, what he's doing, because he's been nothing but success ever since age of Ultron. It has been success after success. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. After that, 
there was no eh, whatever film. Each film made sense to the next and connected everybody and it let out to be good films. Definitely yeah, did. Yeah, it really did. So I'm 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 intrigued. I'm happy for it. So I'm intrigued to kind of see what's gonna happen next. Yeah, I'm actually happy you didn't go to DC. Because yeah. now I wanna see what DC does. Yeah. They're planning on getting their own Kevin Foggy. Right. I think I said his name right. Foggy. Foggy. I'll say it correctly for you. Yeah. Feige. So, Kevin, Kevin. 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 Oh, my God. You can't say his first name right, man. Kevin, Kevin. Feige. Yeah. They're going to get their own version of him who's going to oversee DC movies. Good. And I can't wait to see what they do because we had to rebuild that whole thing up. Right. From head to toe. Exactly. Um, at least you got James Gunn doing good, you know. So, don't take away what James Gunn is doing. Right. Um, just rebuild the Snyderverse. Even if you don't want Zack Snyder around too much, but I think you do because you're hearing the fans all over the world saying everybody. The the Snyder the Snyder movie the Snyder uh, Justice League was a success, and the fact that Disney is finally now unleashing the success of what what occurred to that film because we never heard the statistics. We never heard what happened with it. The original table of idiots. Oh well, this new table might not be idiots. It might be smarter. Uh, the original table of Zikadri Idiots, they didn't really want to have themselves they, proven wrong. Exactly. They didn't want the success to go out there because it's like, okay, now, you know, you guys wanted the film. We gave it to you. But let's let's let the media give us all the negative out there so that way we Rotten can... Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you very much. Can really go out there and give this movie a crap movie to prove our point and say... You see what I'm talking about? This wasn't good. Yeah. But, eh, incorrect. It was one of the, if not the best freaking DC film we've had in such a long time. That film uh, gave us one of the greatest moments with, I hate to say it, Ezra Miller, but that Flash moment was pretty badass. I agree. It was pretty badass. And this is what I said. Ezra Miller did do a good job. As Flash better. kind of sucks. Yes, he did a lot better with Zack Snyder, with his vision of it. But that's I still just don't see it in him. And you know what I mean? I think at this point with, with Zack Snyder, it may have... I would have had a better, you know, thought process, thought process with this if I would have saw this film first before I saw the Justice League with... Josh Whedon's verse. If Josh Whedon never existed. Not Thanks. him, but his movie. Is If that verse never existed yeah. and I would have got Zack Snyder's, I would have been... More I would have been okay. Com- yeah, because he would have had a better vision of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then in my brain would be like, okay, great. Flash, you know, the Flash movie coming out, he's going to have some type of connection to it. And, you know, maybe this will turn around a lot better. Makes so. you wonder what would have been like if he would have had a better Flash uh, the Snyderverse, you know, instead of, you know, what we got. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we would have seen Kevin Feige done with DC, you know, who knows, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to kind of, you know, the, sto- the, the these type of, you know, theories and stuff like that come about with with the fans and the media. It's a good situation to talk about like we just did. Um, but again, I think at that point, if he, if he would have joined in, I don't know if it would have been he would have been success. I just think, like I said, I think he would have still faced the big team of idiots at that point and said, you know, I'm trying to do this, but they probably would have given back talk and say, nah, 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 nah. nah so no, you can't it's hard. It's hard yeah. to kind of see. And I think the good thing is is that 
you know, he stayed with Disney and Marvel then shine out more and the fact that Disney trusted him more with more of control and do what he needs to do with these type of films, it's thus far been successful since. So they made the right decision. Yeah. Made he the right made decision. the right decision too, but that's Yep. Agreed. No, All right. This, this is it. This was our uh, ride along. All right. The cruising. The cruising with the rejects. Yeah, look but at you. I mean, me riding along with you. you know, yeah, that's, co- that's cool. That's cool. Thank you for joining me on this cruising, my friend. Uh, and we'll go from there. Otherwise, hopefully next time you guys will talk about more some stuff. But thank y'all for tuning in and stepping out by with us and cruising along with us on the road. It's been fun and hope to see you guys next time. And always rejects, just be sure to drive safely, even though we might, you know, even when we're talking, you're like, yeah, that's right, RJ, you make a good point. Just be out there, be safe on the road, okay? Y'all have a great day, great night, whatever it is you're doing, (laughs) just you do that. Just drive safely. (laughs) All right, guys.